We, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. He leaded me in the paths of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through them, I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. Some people over there quiet. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are. But many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the God of that scripture. Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Last week, we had the the drummer thing and the drummer thing going on. Remember that last week, Sunday morning? And that whole idea was the picture of being with God because it was being in sync with him being in synchronization with him and you following his pulse and that can only happen by the Spirit of God. And so carnal people cannot be with God. Carnal people, God with you. But for spiritual people, they can be with God because the carnal mind cannot perceive the things of the Spirit. And God is Spirit. And so you will not be able to walk with God if you're still living on a carnal dimension. Say amen to that. All right. So... Here is the question that you could ask your neighbor. Um, um, who is with who? who? Who is with who? The last five major decisions that you made, who made them? Your last three big purchases, who purchased them? That thing that you still have to the bank that is common. Who told you to get that? That you got a three-year loan from the bank that is common, and you got that 15 years ago. Preach, dancer. And you still get into the bank that is common. And some of you are getting ready to top up again. You know Christmas will reach. You know, you, we know we like, we like top up for Christmas. You got to top up because this house needs the paint. That's the kind of things we say, man, you know this house needs the paint. And you top up and ain't buy a gallon of paint yet? Preach Rev. Anyway, so. Text says here, and Luke says, it is with God that you enter the limitless dimension with God. So we have to be perceiving what God is saying, what God is directing us to do. Now, with God, I I could spend all day here, uh, but just John 1 and 1 tells you being with God means being with the Word. What does John 1 and 1 say? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So being with God means being with the Word. Being with the word that God has spoken over your life, you cannot expect to be limitless if you are anti the word. 
What is the word that you are walking in? This is a regular, a recurring theme that we've been hearing, and I need to build this foundation like this because I don't want us to be shouting limitless, but we looking like a poodle tied to a dump truck with a short chain. And that's the way a lot of us look spiritually. We're shouting and barking loud that we're limitless. But we tied to something that ain't moving with a short chain because we can't go nowhere. We can't do nothing. We always depressed. We ain't got no joy in our life. We ain't got no victory in our life. But we come into church shouting that we're limitless. I'm sick of that kind of stuff. I'm sick of a life, a shout that don't match the life. A tongue that don't match the life. And so in order for us to get there, y'all been here for 12 years now, and I can say this again just to make sure you get the context of this. You know how long we was trying to build, buy property? You know how long, how much efforts we have made, how much deposits we made, how much meetings we had with bank because we knew God was with us so we could buy the property. We knew God. We had no doubt God was with us because we could feel the Holy Ghost. We could sense the power. The church was growing. So we know God was with us. So we was going to do things because God was with us. And God says, that's not how you get it done. You don't get it done because I'm with you. You get it done because you're with me. Remember when Joshua saw that big soldier standing up? No, y'all don't read your Bible that much. Joshua sees this, this soldier and Joshua pulled his sword. Joshua say, who you with? You with the enemy, or are you with me? And the angel answered thee, none of the above. I with you, and I with your enemy. Don't play with me. He says, I am the captain of the host of the Lord's army. I am not with you. You better be with me. Because your victory is connected not to me being with you. Your victory is connected to you. Be, am I selling this good? Are y'all getting this? This seems like a very basic principle, but this is a life-changing principle. One more time, please ask a question. Who are you with? All right. So with that... I shift over because we've been called then to live this limitless life, this nothing that's impossible life, but this only happens to those people who are walking with God, walking with what God is saying. With that now, and knowing that we've been called to live this limitless life, let's look at this text one more time. Look at this text one more time from the book of Luke chapter 14, where he says he's called us to build towers. I'm going somewhere. I'm going to tie this back together, preferably before um, 11 minutes. I said 7 or 11. 11? Good, before 11 minutes. Um, he says, which of you intending to build a tower? We opened this up last week, and we opened it up, and we gave you all seven principles about tower building. You all remember them? Good, because I ain't going over them now. Again, somewhere else. If you don't remember them, go watch last week. So, so when you look at a tower in the natural, there are four things that jump out to you. But jump up to me. I don't know, jump up to you. Four things, and I'm going to be dealing with these four things over the next few weeks. Uh, let me give you them, and then I'm going to deal with the first one. The first thing that I think when I think tower, number one, is elevated vision. Say elevated vision. You, you don't need to be creative to that tower. High. You see higher. All right? So elevated vision. Number two, with towers, the next thing I think is expanded capacity. Towers can hold more. Right? All right, that's the next thing. The third thing that I think tower, watch this, is increased exposure. 
towels stick out. People who don't want to be seen don't build towers. Those who are scared of attention don't build towers. I almost feel like charging my ministers them who won't be quiet. You cannot be quiet. You cannot be private. You cannot be scared and timid. No, leave ministers alone. You cannot be Christian and be timid. Being timid is anti-Christian. Being behind the scenes is anti-Christian. I don't like mixed with people. Are you safe? No, you don't have that option. My God, you, you don't have the option to be a loner if you are a believer. Believers cannot be loners. Believers cannot be private people. But Pastor, what do you mean? But I don't like mix. You could ask my ma, you could ask one of my friends growing up with me. I the kind of person I don't like mix. Lunchtime in school, I eat my party by myself. I don't go with nobody. I ain't the kind of person you're safe now. That day is over. As a believer, you got to mix. Say you got to mix. Anyway, that week coming, that in this week, that's down the road. A couple of weeks from now, increase exposure. And number four, when I think towers, it's a big one, greater resiliency. Towers are built to withstand all kind of weather events. Remember about our architect here. You design them in a way to ensure that they can take heavy wind loads and floods because you need that tower to stay standing. All right. Now, I want to I open up in the nine and a half minutes I have left this first point about elevated vision. Didn't know Bishop Bain was going to be here this morning when I was writing this down, but I, it, it, it fits so good. I call his name a lot because a lot of this connects with him and his line of work. So I had a project, um, Sister Michelle, where um, I don't about elevated vision, where this person wanted to build a, a luxury apartment on the top floor of a building. Apostle Felix, the problem is the, the building is right next to the hood. Why are you laughing like that? The building next to the hood, and they want to put a luxury unit on top of the building. Tracy, I said, is you crazy? I know the hood. I know the 11 pot cakes in that yard. Right? I know the 15 derelict vehicles that are properly skewed as you drive through the corner. I know that two of the house them lean this way and the next two leaning this way. Of course, it has a direct TV attached to it and a split, and a split, a split air condition <laughs> and a Honda with rims on the, on the outside. But that's neither here nor there. And this, this, listen, Warren, this is a true story. This is a true story. This just happened to me recently. And so I know the community, not, not miles away. I'm talking about when you come down off that high, high, don't try to figure where it is. When you come down off that high, high floor and you walk for about 300 feet, you're in the hood. I said, sir, you are insane. Who in their right mind will pay you luxury money to be here? He says, Rev, come let me show you something. And I go with him to the roof of the building. And when I got to the roof of the building, it tripped me out. I ain't see a pot cake. 
I ain't see a breakdown car. I ain't see a dilapidated house. This, no, this thing happened to me, and I, like, he hushed me all the way up. Watch this. Now, on the ground, live by the Cooper Alley. On the ground, I saw canap tree. I saw a little dilly tree, little tamarind tree. And this just little, little ugly tree. But when you get above, this looked like a planted garden. Because, you know, you all grew up in the hood, you know them trees that ain't gone nowhere. That diamond tree that you fall on off, that's still there. And so all the, and I'm like, where did these trees come from? Because being down there in them, thick of it, you don't even see the trees. All you see is the pot cake them, not I love behold. All you see is the car on the rims and, and on the blocks. And, and you see that scene in mind them, you see the party getting on and the party getting on. And you see the music getting hot and fellas start walking in, they bought the fight. Let me go. Let me go. Because you know they bought the fight. Um, they they can fight. Mind you, there's family, you know. There's a family party. They can fight. They can find something to fight for. That's all you see from the ground level. But when I got five floors up, This looks like a beautifully manicured garden. And I say, I can live here. True story. I'm like, I can live here. This is beautiful. It's breathtaking. And watch this now. Because you are high, now the things that stand out are things like Bahama. From ground level, Bahama don't stand out in being down. Oh, Jesus. But if you get up on that fifth floor... Right in the midst of being town, all of a sudden you say, boy, Atlantis look good, eh? And, and if you dare to Augusta Street, you don't believe that there is an Atlantis. Because ain't nothing around you say Atlantis is anywhere in New Providence. But if you could just get a little higher, glory to God. And I hear this, the first thing he says to tell you about building towers and limitless living as we move with this word, he says, I'm about to give you an elevated perspective to the point where what looked broke down, bust up, turn up, twist up, because of this new, I feel like preaching now, because of this new vantage point I'm about to give you, you're going to look at what looks like depression and you're going to get excited. And folks around you, just like that man said to me, he said, come Rev, let me show you what I see. Because I said to him, you are crazy. And you got to get ready. But people that say, you silly, you dumb. You can't, ain't nothing that could come of that. But you would know I have an elevated perspective. I can see from a higher plane than you. Hmm. This elevated me that the Bahushka Baha, this elevated vision, man, all the time, because now it's starting to cut good now. This elevated vision is critical if you're going to be limitless, because what you see will always limit you. Hmm, what you see, because the devil is the prince of the air, and everything you see is going to go antithetical to what God has said. I tell you now, to be limitless, you've got to be with God. The enemy don't want you to be with God. And so he can have you seeing things to make you be with him. Now, hey, this, I know I said a couple of times, but for truth, this really what I wanted to get. Uh, the reason you need elevated vision, beloved, is not because of your eyes. The things that you see that bother you, your problem is not your eyes. Your problem is your mind. I found this out, that it's not your eyes that tell you what to see. It's your mind that tells you what to see. I thought all my life until last night that we used to see with our eyes. And God says, you do not. 
you see with your mind. Because it doesn't matter what you're looking at, your mind tells you what to see. You look with your eyes, but you see with your mind. <sighs> ah. oh. I try to figure what I can pick out this um, warning. Well, call me a liar. Uh. There, are, there are people that we have grown up not liking. And they didn't do nothing to make us not like them. Somebody conditioned our mind to say they buy people. And so now we look at them and they say good morning and we see insult. That person trying to give us love and all we see is attack, not because our eyes sees. And if someone asks you, what they do you? You can't answer it, but your mind jack up. There are some people, you know anybody like this, when you see them, all you see is beauty, and when they see them, all they see is hideous. Preach them, so that their person, you're saying, my God, I wish I, have, I had the life you have, and you talk to them, and they hate their life. And you're saying, Lord, look at what you're driving, look at all the job, look at the money you're making, look at how beautiful you are, look at how long your hair is, my God, look at Denzel, look at how you're looking that blue and so simple, and my God, it looks so sharp, Lord, I didn't want to wear this shamir, I only wear this shamir because I didn't want to wear this shamir, I wore this shamir because my flesh said, but you look so good with that little pocket piece and that thing, and so I said, no, let me kill the flesh, put the shamir on, son, because you're a little too arrogant, you're, you're vain, you're vain, I told, I told Bukasi that, Bukasi, I really feel in the spirit of vanity, so I took the coat off and put this on so I could kill the spirit of vanity. But it's amazing that I know how, y'all can see how good I look, but I go home talking about how bad I is and how ugly I look, all because my mind jack up. Because when your mind ain't right, your eyes don't work properly. Your mind will dictate to your eyes. Your eyes trying to say, no mind, look again. Mind said, shut up. This is what we see. That's why this message, y'all, of limitless living is so in line with the mind of Christ. Because if you don't have the mind of Christ, your mind will continue to tell you what it wants you to see. I ain't do this in a long time. Y'all think getting ready to tell me to stop? He, oh, no, he's true. All right. Remember I used to do this experiment? Like, all right, everybody look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, we do this in a long time. Let's do it now. For our new members, they ain't seen it in a long time. Those of you been a little while, you do before. Don't spoil it, please. All right, so look at me. I want you, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you seven seconds, and I want you to find all the black things in this room. Ready? Go. Look around the room. Identify all the black things. Go. Everything black. Look around. Look around. Look around. Look good. Find all the black things. All right, look back at me. Look back at me. How many red things did you see? Okay. okay. Look at that lady in the body. You see that red thing? Look at the lady in the body. You see the red? I, I, I bet you didn't see it when you looked the first time. The reason you didn't see that beautiful red that she has on was because I told your mind, look for black. She didn't put that on when you turn around. She came with that on her head. But because I told your mind, we only going to see black. That she right there with that red on, and you look straight past her, and you saw the black behind her. You saw the black next to her. 
You probably even see the black streak kind of in her dress, but you look past the red. And that's what the devil is doing to us. He is telling us what to see. And God trying to show you favor, opportunity, increase, a new day, a new level of living. But because your mind is being conditioned by a devil that don't want you to see, you're looking at something and you can't see it. Man, you say, Tom, but not getting good at and I don't want to stop now because I really want to shift gears now. And I wanted to go to Tingham. I wanted to go to Numbers and talk about when they gone. And they said, this land is so good and so full of milk and honey. But they say, we can't get it because giants here. And Joshua and Caleb say, boy, what y'all, are y'all crazy? Did y'all see what I see? And that's the problem. Stop trying to get people to see what you see. Because we're trying to get people to see what we see when we ain't convinced of what we see. And when you're not convinced of what you see, and you're trying to get, see, this is the danger, play down and so I can stop. This is the danger of validation. Because a lot of times you're telling people to see what you see so they can validate what you see. You better know what you see. I said something on Friday. I, I, I missed this for a long time. you ain't playing? Right, hold on a second. I, I told them, <laughs> I told them on Friday that I just learned the word conviction for the first time. All my life, I've been seeing conviction. I've been talking about conviction, Bishop. Been conviction. We got to be convicted. We got to be convicted. And for the first time, I realized, but you dummy. Because the root word of the word conviction is the word convict. And I miss it all this time. Who is a convict? A prisoner. I, Paul, the prisoner of the Lord Jesus. He says, you ain't no convict because the word ain't lock you up yet. You too free. You have not been imprisoned by the word. When this word got you in cuffs, glory to God, got your feet shackled, that no matter what's happening around you. See, once we get you locked up, you lock up. And everything you see is through the lens of what you've been locked up to. Glory to God. And God says, I want to recondition your mind to lock you up to what I have said. So no matter how many stray dogs in the community, all you see is dollar bills. That's it. This is the end of summer life. Happy summer life. I pray you were blessed by the word today. We can go deeper in this, but elevated vision. I want to pray that over us. You don't need to leave the community that you're in. You just need to see it differently. Some of you talking about a new job. You don't need a new job. You just need to see the job that you're in. There's a, oh man, there's a, there's a story in the book of Second Kings, right after Elisha came back across the Jordan, the Bible says that they got, there was a city there and its situation was beautiful. But the water was bitter. And all people saw was the bitter water and missed the beauty of the city. There's another story told, um, um, we know this, by the rivers of Babylon. Remember that song? Yeah, Bob. Uh, there is, there is a, there's a scripture that talks about that when they were demanded to sing one of the Lord's songs. And they said, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? But when you read the text, the text says they were laying, they were there on a garden. And by the willows, they were in a beautiful place, but because their minds saw bondage, they couldn't see the beauty of where they were. 
And the devil wants you to not see the beauty and the potential of where you are. You're trying to get what I got when you don't realize what you have is more precious than I could ever get. Because your mind ain't right. You're trying to trade that good spouse you got. And the room goes quiet. What if I say this with looking around the room and looking up at the ceiling, that some of you have been delayed with finding a partner because your mind ain't right. Because they came but you couldn't see them. Because your mind was telling you what to see. Your mind said black. And so you missed the red. Glory to God. Father, I pray that this elevated perspective, this elevated vision will become our reality. No more seeing on the low planes. No more seeing on the low levels. But seeing from the vantage point that you would want us to live. Glory to God. Glory to God. My heart, my mind, my soul belongs to you. You pay the price for me. Way back on Calvary. Now let's go back. My heart, my heart, my mind, my soul, my soul belongs to you. You paid the price for me way back on Calvary. So, Father, we're praying for a new heart and a new mind to perceive the way you want us to see. Be it unto us according to your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.